Hi, and welcome back to this edition of the Not Marks Podcast. My name is Michael Crompton, alongside... I'm Tyler Eberhardt. Daniel Calderon. I'm Sheldon Azizi. And Jihao. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the Pac-12 decision to come back to play college football this fall. Um, it's been a really back-and-forth kind of battle between all of the conferences in football, I would say. Um, the SEC stuck around, the ACC stuck around, but the Big Ten and Pac-12... Mac have all been back and forth when they decided to play. Um, I know Tyler's going to go through, give a little synopsis of what's gone down in the last six months or so as a result of the uh, COVID pandemic and uh, college football. So, Tyler, do you want to just go through that real quick? Yeah, I think it'd be smart to start with a, a bit of a timeline here. So, on July 10th, the Pac 12 announced that they would have a conference only football schedule. Okay. Um, a few conferences were doing that, mostly just staying in conference, maybe one out, out of conference game. But then on August 11th, they postponed all fall sports uh, along with the Big Ten until at least January 1st. Now, at the same time, the other three Power Five conferences, the ACC, the Big 12, and the SEC, all said they're going to wait and try to play. Okay. Uh, then a little time goes by. The ACC, Big 12, and SEC, all of their fall football seasons start. For the most part, a success. A couple games canceled here and there, but um, not a ton of outbreaks. So on then September 16th, the Big, Ten, the Big Ten announced that they will play. They're going to come back um, starting October 24th. Eight days later, later the Pac-12 said they're going to play too. Okay, so that's September 24th. In their announcement to play, the Pac-12 commissioner, Larry Scott, said this, uh, the Pac-12 signed a deal with the Quidel Corporation, uh, which is an FDA-approved medical corporation giving out rapid daily tests, okay? So you can get quick results. The thing that's puzzling is they signed that deal on September 3rd and those tests were available immediately. The question for me then becomes, why did the Pac-12 wait a month to say that they're gonna come back? If that was the game changer and they signed that deal on September 3rd, why did they wait until almost October to announce that they're coming back? Personally, I think um, a lot of these schools are just playing because there's a lot of money up for grabs. The Athletic director at UC Berkeley said earlier this week, his name is Jim Bolton, that they were expecting a $55 million shortfall without TV rights deals and ticket sales. Um, and obviously that changes now that they are coming back. Personally, I think it's for, for the money. Um, I think they think they owe their athletes something too uh, with having them on campus. Um, and it's kind of their job to take care of them. But the, I still struggle with why did they wait a month after signing the daily testing deal with the Quidel Corporation to announce they're coming back. Yeah, I think that's a really good question to pose. And uh, just, I think I agree with you with that. For me, the one thing that comes up from that is, as a player, do I feel safe then knowing that they waited a month? Like, where they just hesitated about it and then kind of said, okay, let's just go for it and hope for the best? Because I know we're seeing, like you mentioned, there was some games already postponed and some schools that had some outbreaks. And as a player, do you really want to put yourself in that situation? Let's say you're a sophomore and you can't really come out for the draft yet, but your draft stock's going to be really decided by, by this season. And do you – really is worth risking your life to go play for this school that isn't really doing much for you besides giving you basically your free education, obviously, but what are you getting out of it as a player? I think is the biggest thing in this. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it because they could have waited a month for any reason, really just waiting to see what other schools are going to do, waiting to see how the pandemic's going to turn out, just trying to find some consistency in the plan to keep people safe from COVID. It's just, it's unpredictable. So maybe they, we're just taking that time to analyze it and develop their plan to get their season going. Because at the end of the day, they're just trying to stay alive. 
it is for the money and it is for the student athletes. But as we know, with the structure of college sports, they have to keep playing their games in conference, out of conference, or postseason games. Okay. Um, for me personally, and I'll be totally contradicting my beliefs as an athlete because as a profession, as a professional athlete, I would have never said this. But I think that the Pac-12 did make a mistake by coming back to play this fall for so many reasons. I mean, first of all, seeing what is happening right now with the NFL, uh, four games have been postponed due to athletes tested positive to the COVID-19. Other than that, um, the Big Ten are facing problems as they are not completely following the health protocols and they are having issues with keeping their staff member members and athletes safe. So it's basically that we're coming for the same problems each time. Um, from what I read, the Pac-12 are located in the West right now, right? Correct. Yeah, so they are facing right now a lot of uh, weather issues. I've heard like there's a lot of fires going on and they are not uh, practicing. So are, they are basically, there's no practices, no practices and uh, there's the COVID-19, so why playing? I think that's a really great point to bring up that I don't think many people have thought about with the uh, fires out in the West Coast. This is something that's posing a health hazard, not even for, not even for college sports. People will not even be able to leave their houses and playing sports. I don't know how people will even be able to breathe. And if you've COVID with your lungs, it's making things 10 times worse. It's a really great point, Shedden. Mm-hmm. Another issue I have with this is immediately after the Pac-12 postponed, uh, along with the Big Ten and the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 decided not to, uh, there was a lot of Pac-12 officials kind of acting holier than now that, hey, we're, we're smarter than you, better than you kind of thing. Uh, one quote in particular that, that stuck out to me is the Oregon State president, F. King Alexander, when asked, what is the Pac-12 seeing that the SEC might not be seeing? He responded, I think probably reality. And if you're going to act holier than now like that, uh, you can't just come back to play a month later when you kind of get a case of FOMO, fear of missing out because everybody else is playing. Uh, Shadden is definitely right. The West Coast is experiencing this kind of whole 2020 in a different manner than the rest of us. Um, and so to, to kind of act above others and then come back just because you feel like you're missing out, I, I don't know. It's not a great look, I don't think. Um, I think that um, I thought about this point, like those athletes are there for their undergrad, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's some that could be like they stay to get like a graduate degree, but they're still. Couple grad. It doesn't matter. They are students, right? Yes. Yes. So we are basically like they are basically forgetting like they are. How can I say that? They are treating them like professional football players, while they are not. They are. Yes, Shadden. Yes, they, I would love to missing, talk about amateurism. They are Absolutely. missing the point. Like they are, they're basically to get their degree first like to get education, to be educated, and then pursue while when, when it's like, when we are living in a perfect world, like we were before the COVID, but we didn't know that we are living in a perfect world. Yeah. Like it, was, it, it would be okay, like pursue your dreams, be an athlete, maybe after that the NFL. But now we are not living, like the world is like hell right now because of the COVID. So there's nothing normal. So they are missing the point that they are, what, what the students came, what, like, how can I say that? 
but they are basically why they went to the college, like, to the university, to study, mm -hmm. to get their education first and then be athletes. Yeah, Shadden, I, I completely agree. This is something I kind of have a personal struggle with a lot, is these kids are, are amateurs, they're college students. And while, yeah, a lot of them have professional dreams, actually probably all of them, um, they're then responsible to bring in hundreds of millions of dollars for their athletic department. Like the, the UC Berkeley guy, the Cal athletic director, their fall budget, I think, is $100 million. And they were planning to lose $55 million if they didn't play these games. And so to view these athletes as amateurs and students and then also hold them responsible for bringing in just billions of dollars overall. And if you look across college sports, is it's a tough juxtaposition. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Mm, I don't know much about American college sports, but I think um, if they if the players don't want to play, they can't just opt out. Like uh, MLB and NFL, they, they don't want to play, they opt out and quit this season. Yeah, that is true. I mean, they do have they do have the option, but let's say like you're set to have a big season. Is it worth opting out? Like this might be your last opportunity to make a difference, um, and you have to come back to get a whole another year. So to come back and get a whole another master's degree, you might not even need. You're kind of wasting your time at that point, in a sense. Yeah, I I kind of equate it to I I think we we all played sports at some point. You guys know the the non mandatory mandatory practices, the volunteer mm -hmm. stuff, where if you're not there, you're it's kind of you're looked at different. I feel like opting out is is probably viewed in the same way where all your teammates are playing. Yes, you have the opportunity to opt out and you'll get an extra year of eligibility. Um, but the coaching staff, the athletic department might look at you a little bit different than a, a player or a student who is there. Uh, that could just be be me. That That's conjecture. I don't know if you want to keep that in. but Yeah, that's a good point. All right, I'm going to do the NFL thing. We'll just wrap it up. This is perfect. We're over okay. the time, I think, honestly. Michael. Um, yeah, go ahead. Did, did you record what I said before? before? I did. Yep. I'm going to put that in. I'm just going to put this in after that. I'm going to put that in right after what Tyler was talking about before. Cool. So you're good to go. Um, all right. So we're recording this podcast right now, and the uh, Chiefs and Patriots are playing a rescheduled NFL game due to uh, the Patriots star quarterback Cam Newton um, receiving a positive test result for the COVID-19 virus on Saturday. Um this week, we also had the Titans and Steelers game postponed as a result of a, the uh, outbreak as well. Um, so seeing this in the professional side of things, how do you guys think this impacts the Pac-12 in a sense? Um, it's at the collegiate level, obviously, but in a step down from – if it's happening at professional level, it's obviously going to be happening at the collegiate level as well. So please see what I'm asking. I think uh, if you take a look at the Pac-12 schedule that was released on this past Saturday, they're trying to fit in all the games before the college football playoff is announced. And the way they've structured their schedule, there is no room for makeups. There's no room for postponements. There's no bye weeks. And with the coronavirus, it, infections are inevitable. I think, as you're saying, we've seen this in the NFL. We're seeing this across college football. Uh, Kevin Sumlin, the head coach of Arizona, announced today that he's tested positive. And so I, I think it's a little short-sighted or nearsighted to, to create a schedule like that and try to get in and in without leaving any room to, to move things around. Yeah, so Tyler was talking about how the schedule for the Pac-12 is tight and compact and there's no room to postpone, really. And that can kind of be seen as, like, exploiting these student-athletes to make them play under the schedule. 
despite the risk of getting sick because as Shadens or like as Tyler mentioned earlier even before that that even if they do opt out the coaches and their teammates could see them a different way as like just looking at looking at them in a negative way for not playing so it was kind of up to them whether they they want to play and take that risk and then make these make all these dollars that they're not going to get themselves or opt out and maybe be looked at a little differently among the teams Definitely could discuss for a while. Uh, Pac-12 has got a lot of pressure on them to finish this season and keep their athletes safe. Um, thank you guys for listening. We will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you.